All right, boys and girls, welcome to the show. Welcome to The Dad Presents, where principles are king and tribalism goes to die. That's our new awesome tagline. Do you like it? Do you like it? Is it too corny for you? I don't know. I'm trying here. So let's get into our show and spread love and liberty. Let me ask you guys, how was your Labor Day weekend? Everybody have a good one? Have fun? Lots of barbecues and stuff? I got a problem here. I, I'm aware of the fashion faux pas that you can't wear white skin after Labor Day. So I don't know what to do. I'm debating, should I, should I go full blackface or just like, should I wear a monkey mask like that Los Angeles liberal lady who went after Larry Elder? You know, not forever, just like from now till Memorial Day. How do you guys handle this fashion faux pas? What do you guys do? So it's September now. We're moving on. It's a great month to start decorating the house with Halloween decorations and pumpkin spice paraphernalia and all that good stuff. Every morning, what I do, what I, what I like to do, because my, my wife, she loves the decorations. I wake up and I put out a pumpkin spice latte on the patio. It's, I have it like connected to, a, to like a, a trip wire. And when that wire gets tripped, drops a net. I call it my MILF catcher. And it keeps our cupboards and freezers stocked with MILFs all winter long. It's awesome. I, I just, I mean, my, my wife loves the holiday decorations. We got a two-car garage with zero cars in it. No cars in the two-car garage. Instead, we have 49 boxes of holiday decorations. We got them all. We got everything. You got, you got the Thanksgiving ones, the Halloween, the New Year's, the Christmas, everything. She gets off on that stuff. She loves it. She, she probably spends 37% of her free time packing and unpacking holiday decorations. It's pretty much from September until New Year's Day. If I want to talk to her, I have to like send her a calendar Outlook meeting invite. And if, if, like, if daddy wants to get down to business and practice baby making skills, <laughs> I mean... My best bet is to say something about how cute the kids looked in last year's Halloween costumes and give her a pumpkin spice latte and fuck me if that doesn't get her wet right in her soccer mom yoga pants. So in reality, I, I had a good weekend. I, I, you know, I love a long weekend. Um, I learned that I'm being inducted into my high school athletics hall of fame for cross country. Yes, that's the lamest sport of all. And no, I don't care. I'm a Hall of Famer, and you're probably not. But because I love you guys, I'm offering a special deal to fans of The Dad Presents only. For just $9.99, you can come to my house and rub my Hall of Fame thighs. And for an extra $2, you can lick my Mensa membership card. Just email Matt at The Dad Presents for details. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking maybe I might start an OnlyFans account. Like, why do why do just attractive ladies get to have all the fun and make all the money? I might start an OnlyFans account where all I do is flex my Hall of Fame thighs and I don't know, read inspiration messages about liberty or something. Would you guys pay for that? Would you? Like what? Like five dollars a month? Ninety nine cents? Be worth it, right? Get the dad's Hall of Fame juicy thighs flexed on there, sexy pictures. Anyway, that was the high point of my weekend, hearing about that. The low point was I put on a pair of sweatpants and I got my belly hair 
knotted up with the drawstring when I tried to tie it. And I actually had to cut the belly hair off to get the pants off. Just thick ass belly hair. I, I don't know where all this hair is coming from. It's, it's age. It's depressing. Because at 35, I, I was just, I was a smooth chested beauty, guys. I was gorgeous. I was a Greek god, a stunning stallion on, on ivermectin. Now I'm becoming Georgie Animal Steel. Remember him? Uh, it's just everywhere. My low back, my low back is infested. It looks like the jungle down there. I'm, I'm getting that tattoo lasered off. I might not even need to continue getting it lasered off at the rate in which the back hair is growing and covering it up. Anyway, the guest this week. Well, okay. So first of all, we're a week late with the show. I apologize. We had a guest lined up last week. That guest canceled at the last minute because he listened to the show and he didn't feel the politics would work with his audience. So he's a famous rock star. I'm not going to tell you who because I'm not trying to expose him like that. But does his first name rhyme with the word fairy? Yes. Is he at a music festival out here this weekend? Yes. Is his band headlining one of those nights? Yes. Is he one of my all-time favorite musicians? Yes. Was it super lame when he took one of his best songs and remixed it with a steel drum to make it sound like Caribbean music? Yes. Does it suck when someone you idolize tells you to kick sand? Yes. Does it hurt my feelings that he dumped me a little bit? Do I like his music less now? No, because I'm not a baby. Should he have come on our show anyway and told us why he doesn't like his politics? Yes. Is he a giant pussy for backing out to protect, to protect his audience? Yes. Such a puss. Also, um, bro, you're not protecting your audience. I am your audience. And I like my politics of freedom. Just, you just come on and, and tell me what you don't like about it. We'll have a good conversation. We'll move forward. That's how the, move, the world moves forward. People exchanging ideas and conversing about them. When did we get to this point where, where people who disagree are, are not supposed to talk to each other anymore? How does anything get resolved that way? But this is the world we live in now. If you don't like to someone, don't talk to them. Whatever. So, so after, after that debacle, um, I was going to do a solo episode. But as mentioned earlier, then I had my final tattoo laser appointment to remove my tramp stamp. And after that, my back looked like a pizza that was microwaved for about eight hours. It was a massive blistery mess of pus and blood. Couldn't do it. Came home, took all the Viking in the house and washed it down with a shot of whiskey or like five shots of whiskey to be more realistic. So I could have done an episode like that by myself and it might've been entertaining. It might've sucked. I don't know, but these podcasts are already being flagged. I'm already getting notices and I just really don't need a government official showing up to my door asking me why I'm spreading info that Gavin Newsom took ivermectin and it made him grow horse tits or something like that. I don't know. Never mind. That's dumb. Everyone knows out here, at least everyone knows you got to vote for Gavin Newsom this week. This is the last time you can vote. You got to vote Newsom. I mean, I mean, you can't vote for Larry Elder. You can't vote for Larry Elder, even if Newsom actually has horse tits from taking ivermectin. You can't vote for Larry Elder, even though it's a proven fact and Gavin Newsom has a mane of gorgeous hair because his mother fucked an actual horse. You still can't vote for Larry Elder. Can't do it. You can't. Because the LA Times taught us that that black guy, Larry Elder, that black man, he is the black face of white supremacy. 
Now, I know the elder who grew up in poor in South Central and worked hard to become successful. I know he wants to offer school choice to black children so they can get a better education and be successful like him. But and and also, I know that yesterday some racist white lady wearing a gorilla mask rode up on Elder and hit him with a shoe. And maybe you think that the LA Times should have covered that story today instead of running a story about how Larry Elder really isn't that black. It's not that black, guys. Black guy from South Central, but he's really not that black, guys. It's the LA Times says. Maybe you think that's a racist point of view that the LA Times took, but guys. You're dumb. Truth is, and I have this on very high authority, on very high authority, I know people. White supremacist Larry Elder, if he gets elected, mark my word, if he gets elected, he's going to immediately make black people move into the homes of their nearest white labor to do free manual labor. Boom. That's his goal. So don't vote for that white power black man. Instead, Vote for that beautiful, rich guy born with 17 silver spoons in his mouth with that gorgeous mane of hair whose mother fucked a horse and who is related to Nancy Pelosi. Only that guy can relate to minorities in California. Duh. Okay, so after that, after after the uh, tattoo thing, after that, I was going to give you guys a solo episode on Saturday. But then, guys, had a good weekend, but it was eventful, it was rough. I got arrested for performing abortions in Texas. You know, and I I was doing like old school back alley coat hanger abortions. I I mean, I wasn't necessarily trying to help anyone and it had nothing to do with this, this new law. That's just typically what I do on weekends. And apparently... That's frowned upon. I don't know. Um, that's not actually it. I got I got out of jail soon enough. I canceled because this Mensa genius decided to finally get his vaccination on the Friday of a holiday weekend, and I was sick all weekend with a fever and diarrhea, and it wasn't from ivermectin; it was from the vaccine. Now, a lot of you might be asking, "Why did he get the vaccine? Isn't he against the vaccine?" And the answer is no, I'm not against vaccines. I've never been against vaccines. I'm against government mandating vaccines, otherwise known as tyranny. I didn't get the vaccine up until now because it wasn't necessary because COVID wasn't much of a threat to me and the vaccine doesn't stop you from spreading it even if you have it. But then last week, Krispy Kreme started giving away two free donuts to vaccine holdouts. And I mean, guys, I've got principles, but you seriously expect me to resist free donuts? They say every man has his price, and apparently mine is two free donuts. But only old-fashioned maple. I'm not vaccinating myself for some bullshit powdered sugar donut. I got the vaccine. Seriously, guys, I got the vaccine because I got some hospital data from a trusted family member. And I posted that data on the Dad Presents Facebook page if you want to review it. I got it because I wanted to get it. It felt like the best decision. Do I regret my decision a little bit? Yes. But I got it because I wanted to. Also because I'm going to lose my license to practice physical therapy in California if I don't cooperate. And I can't win this battle alone. Anyway, I'm fine now. But yeah, that donut thing cracks me up. Like, 
a month ago, that pasty fat fuck white mayor of New York was on TV just chomping on burgers in a fry like a fat cow. And he was going on about how you should get vaccinated and get these delicious fries. It's, it's unbelievable. It's like, hey, America, stay inside. Don't exercise or go in the sun. That's dangerous. Get the shot and get your free fries and donuts. And then make sure you head over to the liquor store and marijuana store. They're essential. You're not. You're not essential. But that marijuana is essential and the dad does not disagree. So, excuse me. Anyway, yeah, I had, I did have side effects from the shot. As I mentioned, I had a flu. I also woke up with a donkey tattoo on my ass and a strange sexual attraction for Jen Psaki. Um, whatever. It's interesting. You know, I went 18 months, the last 18 months, this whole thing without so much as a sniffle, it was actually the healthiest year and a half of my life. Not a single sniffle in 18 months, probably because we stopped interacting with a lot of people. Sure, we we did just as much stuff as ever, but it was with a tighter core group of people. 18 months of nothing, and then I get the vaccine and I run a fever for three days and shit my pants like one of those people taking the horse dewormer. Speaking of the horse dewormer, interestingly enough... Joe Rogan, world's greatest podcaster, great comedian. Joe Rogan caught COVID. And he got better in just a couple days by taking ivermectin. And man, oh man, they just cannot cancel him fast enough for this. NPR, NPR National Public Radio, otherwise known as state media, supposed to be a reliable, impartial news source, not. They actually put out a tweet and it read, I'm quoting, Joe Rogan tested positive for COVID and is taking ivermectin, a horse dewormer, to cure it. I mean, how fucking disingenuous can you be? That, that tweet, it would, it would be no different, literally no different than saying Rogan drank dihydrogen oxide, which is for rats, bats, and Nazis. If you don't know, dihydrogen oxide is two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen, which is water. And yes, it's for animals, but it's also for humans. Yes, ivermectin is given to horses. True. However, there's also a human version of this drug that's been given to 6 billion humans, including me, prescribed by doctors, including to Joe Rogan, and I won a Nobel Peace Prize in 2016 because it saved millions and millions of lives. Rogan didn't take horse dewormer. He took medication prescribed by a doctor for human people like him and your fucking liars. Now, Joe Rogan is massively rich. He's incredibly curious. He has health experts on his show constantly. He's obsessed with health. He has access to the best information and personal access to some of the smartest people in the world. He's got the best doctors in the world and those doctors prescribed ivermectin to him. He wasn't vaccinated. Got better in two days. NPR, I think you're burying the lead. The lead might be that ivermectin helped him get better. Do we know for sure? No, we don't know for sure because for whatever reason, government doesn't want to study this. I mean, isn't it good news? Shouldn't the left be embracing at least looking into ivermectin? Why do they want to politicize a drug that might help save lives for this super dangerous pandemic? Why do they hate science? 
Why do you guys hate science? Fauci, why do you hate science? Fauci, why do you hate science? Bro. And so Rogan says he might sue CNN for putting out disinformation about him. And holy good shit, I hope he does. I hope he wins more than that Covington Catholic kid won, which was like 200 million, I think. I hope he wins. I hope he wins that studio and turns it into an MMA studio. And after he wins, I'm going to be suing all my friends who mocked me for everything they got. Meanwhile, the chairman of the Tokyo Medical Association recommends that doctors prescribe ivermectin to their COVID patients. So, I mean, there's that. So our government says, if you talk about it, uh, you're banned from social media. I mean, literally, they've, they've banned so many people from Twitter for just discussing it. Uh, but in Japan, they're encouraging doctors to prescribe it. So I don't know. My suspicion is that this is probably a white supremacist plot to turn the Japanese into horses. I mean, I think that might be what's going on here. Because like you guys, well, you probably don't remember, but you've read that in World War II, America put Japanese into camps. And I'm thinking it'd be a lot easier to round them up into camps if they were horses who couldn't stop shitting themselves. That might be the plan. Yeah, you know, we all have snarky friends on Facebook, right? Who who they just take dumb drivel they read and they repost it. And I'm sure you have friends on Facebook who are mocking people taking ivermectin. They're regurgitating uninformed lines that people are taking horse dewormer to combat COVID. Well, newsflash, and you can tell this to your stupid snarky Facebook friend. Your friend is probably on horse antidepressants because I'm sure your friend is angry and depressed and hated Trump and got on antidepressants. And guess what? Those are horse antidepressants. I'm whispering like Joe Biden. All the antidepressants humans take are also prescribed to animals. Does it mean that they're animal antidepressants? Well, according to NPR and the mainstream media, yes. So, I don't know, man. You pseudo-intellectual social media sycophants. Just be less dumb. Be less dumb. Be less gullible. You're not smart because you recycle state media talking points from CNN. You're just a pathetic tool for people who are getting rich off your ignorance. And I know I'm being mean today and I don't care anymore. Like, this used to be a show for dads about parenting, but then the world went fucking cuckoo. And we got to do something about that. Rolling Stone put out an article that gunshot wound victims in Oklahoma City were dying in line dying in line in the emergency room because the emergency room would not admit them because they were giving priority to people who were shitting their pants from the horse dewormer. That's an actual story put out by Rolling Stones and Rachel Maddow ran with that on her show. Now, look, I mean, I, I know that sounds like a ridiculous storyline, like people were standing in line bleeding to death and they weren't getting into the, the, the ER because there were other people who had poo-poo in their pants. And they, they were giving priority to the people with the poo-poo in, in the pants over the people with the bullets in their chest. I know that sounds silly. I know it does. I know. But look, as a lifelong Oklahoma Sooner, 
I'm here to tell you, this story is 100% true, guys. 100% true. After I got stop, after I got out of jail in Texas for giving uh, back alley coat hanger abortions, I went to see my family in Oklahoma, um, and I had to go to the ER. You see, um, earlier that day, the bride cut off my peen in my sleep. She cut off my peen because she caught me looking lustfully at just Jessica Rabbit during family movie night. I said something inappropriate. I woke up in the middle of the night. My peen was off, bleeding in the bed. So, of course, I ran to the car, got my, put, grabbed, grabbed the peen, put it in a bag, zipped it. Can't let, can't let bacteria get in there. Get in the car, drive to the emergency room. Had to stop for gas, right? Had to stop for gas. At the gas station, I got in an argument with a racist who was trying to tell me that men can't have periods. Can you fucking believe some of these racists? So I scream at this racist woman, yes, men can have periods. And this fucking racist pulls out a gun and she shoots me. So I get back in the car, bullet in my chest, peener in a bag, driving to the ER, zooming down the highway. I get there, I, I pull up, I, I spill out of my car and they wouldn't even admit me. They wouldn't even admit me. There were like 30 people ahead of me in the line who are shitting their pants with that horse dewormer. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, man. It's a sad story. Sad story. And now my peen is in a jar of formaldehyde on our living room mantle. So thanks a lot, Joe Rogan. Friggin' asshole. But at least we have, it's a very impressive trophy on the mantle. I will say that. So anyway, after, after the next day, the Rolling Stones retracted their story. Um, yeah, they said this is obviously fake, even though guys, it's not fake; it's real. And then all the blue checkmark people apologized profusely on Twitter for spreading misinformation. Just kidding, that never happened. I mean, it happened that they retracted the story. Nobody apologized. Rachel Maddow didn't retract her story. Whatever, just continue spreading disinformation. I'm just getting tired of the lies and propaganda. It's just starting to feel like there's no stopping it. Really, it's really starting to feel that way. I mean, do you remember the movie Little Miss Sunshine? A great movie. Fucking love that movie. Um, and that 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 uh, beauty show they had was right here in Redondo Beach. Actually, actually, I'm not in Redondo Beach. Sorry, I moved to Florida. Anyway. Remember the grandpa who started, he, he started a heroin habit. He was old and he was like, fuck it. Why not? Like he never did heroin his whole life, but he's like, fuck it. Why not? I can relate to that right now. Again, it's just starting to feel hopeless, but it's not, it's not hopeless. We got to fight. So I got the shot, um, go to the dad presents and you can find my, my post with all the information about why I did it. I don't really think my vaccine status is any of your business. Um, your vaccine status is in my business. I'm only telling you guys because I have a pretty good sized audience here. That's what she said. And as I continue to push back against vaccine mandates and passports, I don't want you guys to feel I've lied to you at any point. I've always been honest. I will always be honest. The second you stop telling the truth, you lose credibility as you should. I'm looking at you, Fauci, you motherfucking liar. I'm swearing a lot more today. Sorry, dad, if you're listening. When getting the shot, I couldn't believe the fine print. I don't know. When you guys got your shot, did you, most people probably don't even bother reading it. They just signed the paper. I've been screwed over by enough lawyers in my life that I knew. I'm like, I'm going to read this. I'm going to see what it says. 
And do you know what it says? Before you get that shot, you sign that you're not allowed to sue government or the pharmaceutical companies if their medicine hurts or kills you. So government is essentially mandating that you inject medicine into your body, but they're not responsible if it kills you. It's unbelievable. It's like, um, hey, uh, hey, sir, uh, you you have to inject this super expensive medicine into your body, or you're not allowed to work here anymore, or participate in society. So you might as well kill yourself. Um. Okay. Well, uh, I need to work to live, and my kids need food. So I guess, uh, I guess, give me the shot. Okay. Um. Sir, one more thing. If this medicine, if it uh, makes you sick or kills you, you're not allowed to sue this incredibly rich pharmaceutical company who we gave your tax dollars to for the shot. What the fuck? Guys, <clears throat> it's criminal. It's it's legit criminal. Crim, criminal? Criminal? It is criminal, guys. We're losing the debate, but... Fight's not over. Kid just got home. What's up, kid? Go away. Deal with you later. Fight's not over. And we've got to draw a line in the sand. We, we have to. We cannot give in to the idea of a vaccine passport. That's the red line, guys. That's got to be the red line in the sand we're willing to collectively stand up against and fight at all cost. At all cost. And I mean at all cost. I really mean that. Because look, today... Like an hour ago, I read a tweet from Tim Pool. Um, He said, we should force blood pressure on everyone because of high blood pressure. I'm sorry. We should force blood pressure medication on everyone because they have high blood pressure and we need to protect them. Snarky tweet. He's trying to be funny. He's trying to make a point. I get the point. But what people don't get is that's exactly the kind of thing the government's going to start doing as soon as we allow digital vaccine passports in our lives. They will mandate all kinds of behavior in your life. Don't think they won't. Just look at the history of things they've controlled. They will control whatever you allow them to control. So look, let me get serious for two seconds. Okay? Complete serious. As individuals... We're nearly powerless, right? If I refuse to download some digital passport on my phone, ain't gonna do shit. I, I'd be just as effective turning this microphone off and yelling into the void, shouting at the walls. But if we're united, we can, we can conquer all. It's sappy. It's also 100% true. And we don't need everyone to be united. We don't even need half the people. If a large enough segment of the population is united and determined and willing to work and fight, that's the key. Got to be willing to work and fight. Can't just get mad on your computer. You got to actually be willing to stand up for something. If we do that, all things are possible. If we don't fight this, digital passports are coming. If we don't fight, they are coming. They will be here. They will be the law of the land. And nobody will be able to go anywhere ever again without showing it. That's the reality of the tyranny that we're headed for. A friend of mine, Clint, from Liberty Lockdown Podcast, he was on the show a few weeks ago. And he had, he had a tweet the other day. He said, how can we fight this without war? Right? He's, 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 getting, he's getting all geared up. He's, they're definitely watching him. 
And I'm like, you know, settle down, Clint. We don't need war. What we need is everyone to resist, to be ungovernable, to not comply. If just 20% of the population refuses to participate, what are they going to do? Are they going to lock up 20% of the population, 65 million Americans? They might want to, but it's not possible. So I'm never showing anyone my vaccine status, and we got to take that hard stand. I want people to actually get motivated to do this. I don't care if I lose followers. I don't care if they continue to shadow ban this podcast or the Facebook page. Like, we got to unite on this. It, it's it, man. This is it. All right. That's enough serious. Um, what else is going on? How about a lighter subject like abortion? It's always fun to talk about abortion. Yay, abortion. And now the dad presents abortion. My body, my choice. My body, my choice. All right, guys. It's weird. I've not heard a lot of that chant during this round of the annual abortion derby off. Wonder why. It's such a catchy slogan. Why'd they dump it? I love that slogan. Look, if you want to lose friends fast, talk about abortion. I mean, there's almost no nuanced points of view in society about abortion. People believe that either you're murdering a human baby or they believe you should be able to, to kill it until it squirts out your mama's vajayjay. I mean, I tend to think there's a middle road there. And I, I, honestly, I don't care how you feel about it personally. I'm a man of principle. I believe in body autonomy always. On, on the vaccine mandate, on abortion. I actually do believe in my body, my choice. That's why I'm willing to fight to the bitter end against vaccine passports. Now, morally speaking, maybe a little bit different of a question. At some point, that fetus becomes a human. That's a fact, right? We also all agree that murdering a human is morally wrong, right? So we probably need to come to some kind of understanding of what qualifies someone as human. That's the conversation we need to have. What qualifies as someone as human? And that's a conversation we never have. What makes you a human? Is it your DNA? Are you human when you have a heartbeat? Are you human when you can live independently, which is, you know, I don't know, 15 years old? Are you human when you can communicate? Are you human upon conception when the DNA is all there? I don't know, man. In my humble opinion, and I'm open to changing this opinion, I believe what makes us human is our ability for higher learning and reason. No animals can do that. That's what makes us different. That's what gives our life value above animals. So I would say that once there's brain activity, which seems from what I've read to be around 11 weeks gestation, that's when it's a human. Your opinion might be different, but that's the conversation we need to have. But most importantly, government fucks everything up. So I'm always going to vote for smaller government. No, I don't want the federal government to overturn what Texas did. I don't want Texas to make a rule either. Okay, but I'd rather the rules come from the state level. At least you have more control over that and you can move to a different state. Ultimately, I'd like to see the federal government fold everything and all power return to the states. And then at the state level, communities could start fighting for more and more control in their own community. Wouldn't that be nice if the people of their own communities could actually govern themselves? Our government has become a cancer. 
it just it's grown and grown and grown and it started as the smallest government in world history and it's now a massive cancerous growth on this earth and it's what happens with powerhouses it's what happens with every single time in world history government starts small and then it grows and it spreads itself thin all over the world you know like we've done bases in every country in the world until eventually the empire implodes under the weight of itself. I mean, if you give me a single example in world history where that didn't happen to an empire, I'll shut up about it forever. But it's what's happened every time and we're approaching the final stages of that pattern and we need to scale down before it's too late. Man, I could wish wish I could open a window. It's super hot in here. I'm getting delirious, but I can't because my kids are outside and they're super loud. I'm suffering for you guys. <laughs> So I don't know, man. The abortion debate and what I'm hearing in the public discourse, it just proves how the moral compass of this country has just just taken a dramatic, mind-blowing turn. Uh, did you guys see the, the Larry David thing? It's, it's a perfect example. Perfect example of, of the morality of our country and the way things have gone. So a couple of weeks ago, billionaire, Larry David, he's in Mar- a grocery store in Martha's Vineyard. Okay, So already, this story is about assholes. He's in a grocery store in Martha's Vineyard, and he runs into Alan Dershowitz, lovely lawyer, Alan Dershowitz. And he verbally attacks him, verbally goes after this man. So why? Why do you go after him? Mm, was it because Dershowitz had sex with one of Jeffrey Epstein's teenage sex slaves? Nope. Larry didn't really seem to care about the kitty rape. He was mad at Allen because he voted for Trump. He voted for the orange man. That, that's a perfect summary of America, present climate. So I had to take a drink. That voice hurt my throat. Um, this nation has been divided according to how you vote. And that's fucking dumb. We divide everything according to how you vote. And that's, let me say it again, fucking dumb. I want to divide the world into people who believe in personal liberty and people who don't. I want an army of people who believe in personal liberty. Now, I don't want a bunch of soldiers. I want just an army of individuals who are armed to the teeth and believe in personal liberty. I want to divide the world into people who believe in central federal government and those who don't. Remember that guy? Oh, shit. I forget his name. Rick Perry. Douchebag. Remember how he couldn't remember the three branches of government? I've been trying to think about it, and I really can't seem to remember the three branches of government. I know we got uh, one branch is corporations. Another branch is pedophiles. But what's the third branch is it the military industrial complex i'm sure that comment probably got me put on another list list me up daddy list me up put me on all the lists so anyway support for the wars afghanistan all that all-time low right everybody hated them everybody wanted us out so what did we do we left yay awesome But of course, we left in the worst possible way, right? 
I mean, any, any mentally capable person over the age of seven, including my children, understands that you bring home the women and children and the Americans before you bring home the people protecting the women and children and Americans. And they'd probably be able to tell you that you should not leave your weapons laying around for your enemies to pick up and grab. So everybody's criticizing the administration over the way they did it. I'm not. I, I, I don't think they made a mistake or had a bad plan. I think this was the plan. They did this on purpose. Obviously, they did it on purpose. They did it on purpose. They left the weapons there because they wanted to leave the weapons there. Why? I don't know. I don't know why bad people do bad things, but I know that's what they wanted to do. It's just a fact. They, they knew they had weapons there. They knew we had Americans there. They decided to bring the military home and leave the weapons. That was their conscious decision. Why? I mean, can only speculate. Can only speculate. But I know it's been a few decades since we armed and funded the rebels who became Al-Qaeda. I know it's been like a decade since we funded and armed the rebels who became ISIS. Maybe it's time we arm and fund a new enemy to make sure we have another war to fight down the road. I mean, we gave them something like 90 billion worth of weapons and just sacks of cash, just left them there. (laughs) Uh, Mr. President, we got these Black Hawk helicopters here uh, that we... uh, Well, we build the shit out of the American people for, um, you know, $90 billion for these helicopters. Uh, Should we we ship them back home, Mr. President? Uh, Nah, the Taliban will really enjoy those, son. But, but sir, uh, Taliban, they hate us. You hush up, you puddle jumping skeet diver. I'm the presidenter. That's probably how that went. Or more likely, that's probably the message that was delivered to puppet Biden to hand down to the generals who were more concerned about uh, white guilt and uh, white anger or white rage, that's it, white rage, than they were about the Taliban. So they gave the Taliban like 100,000 guns. I think we should give them, I think we should give them more. I think we should give them all the guns. You know, in California, if I get caught with a gun that's not properly secured, like in a gun safe, I can get arrested for that. I think they should round up all the Californian guns, give them to the Taliban. That way, they can make us do whatever they want in California, and at the same time, kill two birds with one stone by easier being able to murder all the disobedient girls who tried to go to school and get smart. Guys, we can't have smart girls. Every dude knows you can't have a smart girl. Do you want to have to talk to them? Do you want to have to argue with educated girls? Got to shoot them. California guns to the Taliban, shoot the girls. Boom. Bam. Hire me, Taliban. Uh, my hunch is that they did this in the worst possible way on purpose because they're going to throw Biden under the bus, um, get rid of him soon, maybe, I don't know, and then go fight more wars. Yay, war! Did you know, did you guys know that the government 
the law is that they're supposed to provide receipts for how your tax dollars are being spent? Did you know that? I just learned that. Do they do that? (laughs) No. If you saw how your money was being used to help slaughter babies in Yemen, would you ever pay taxes again? Never. Did you know that the Federal Reserve has never been audited and that the Pentagon, I'm sorry, Federal Reserve was never audited and the Pentagon was audited only once. And at that time, many years ago, what they found was $27 trillion disappeared with no explanation. Trillion, guys. Trillion. One trillion is a thousand billion. A billion is a thousand million. A million is a thousand thousand. So it's a thousand 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 times 27. That's how much disappeared at the Pentagon. Hmm. Hmm. Probably under the mattress. Did you guys check under the mattress? probably there it's probably where it is you should check under the mattress guys my favorite story in this in this whole thing was how facebook started suspending grieving mothers of soldiers who got killed in that attack one mom wrote on facebook my son's blood is on your hands it's a grieving mother she just lost her son by an attack, a terrorist attack, apparently, who knows what actually happened, but we'll we'll go with that narrative. Terrorist attack killed her son. In the final days of the war, son who's over there for the good of the country, she loses him. She's upset. She's crushed. Her whole world is ruined. She gave birth to that kid out of her body, and you're fucked up up retarded decision took his life how did facebook react to this censored her post and deleted her instagram account that's right she's the bad guy obviously you can't criticize dear leader in public every good north korean citizen knows that i mean every american knows that but hey it's good thing censorship ain't real right gosh <laughs> So look, a lot of people are stuck over there. The Taliban won't let them come home. But don't worry, guys. Joe Biden wrote a mean letter to the Taliban stating that they need more diversity in their government. Uh, Joe, Taliban has like 50 bearded jihadist men who want to kill us. I'm sure your mean letter will get the job done and they'll probably make 50% of the government bearded jihadist ladies soon as by tomorrow. You know, bearded jihadist ladies dressed head to toe in that black robe thingy that they're forced to wear. Good job, Joe. Another sip of water. Not used to running my mouth this much if Perry Farrell, I mean, if a certain rock star didn't cancel... My guests would be running their mouth and not me. Sorry, guys. So, yeah, I filled up my car this weekend also. And because, uh, you know, kids start school for the time being until Newsom wins the reelection and then he cancels school. And guess what? Guess what? Cost me $120. $120 bucks to fill my truck because gas is $5 a gallon out here. And I don't know, man, it's really weird. I mean, who would imagine that printing 20 trillion trillion billion dollar bills and handing them out to everyone in the nation would make things cost less, right? I mean, they keep trying to tell us that that printing money should make things cost less. 
Who would imagine that the unemployment money and the stimulus money and the child tax credits and the bailouts for every single Fortune 500 company and buckets of money going to, to the banking mobsters and dark alleys and planes and, and planes of money be going over to Taliban, that everyone gets more money to spend? Yay! Shouldn't things get cheaper? Isn't that how it works? Yay! I don't know. I'm losing it. This show should end. Gold, crypto, real estate, that's all. You, you see that Social Security, the projections have Social Security running out of cash in about a decade. Uh, that's a crock of shit, you guys. Social Security's been out of money. They done been out of money. They ain't got no money. The coffers of Social Security are empty. The Fed just prints money every year to pay out people on Social Security. So chaos doesn't break out in the streets. And that's what's going to start happening with your pensions pretty soon if you work for the city. Get ready for that in 2022. And that's not speculation. That's fact. There's no government bank account where the money for Social Security is kept separate from the rest of the $29 trillion we're in debt. We're $29 trillion in debt. Your Social Security money was spent eons ago. And this story coming out now is just another scare tactic so that they can have a reason to raise taxes on the middle class again. And your dumb friends, they're going to fall for it. Joe Biden will bring up this crisis and pass through some tax increase and everyone will applaud him because Americans are dumb. The end. All right, guys, I love you. Please don't forget to support our sponsors, the expatmoneyshow.com. It's the third best podcast on the internet. No, seriously, it's a great podcast hosted by Mikhail Thorpe. I love it. I love him. He's helping my family uh, expatriate to Panama. He can help you. Uh, if you don't want to expatriate, you can check out his show. It's phenomenal. He has amazing guests with amazing travel stories. It's so much fun. Um, I've been probably in 20 countries. I don't know. I'd like to visit more. And because of his show, I got about five more on my list because there's some places I never even thought about going to that some of his guests have brought up. Sounds pretty nice. Check him out. Check out the website. Check out the show, theexpatmoneyshow.com. Love you guys. Keep spreading love and liberty. I'm out. <laughs>